Hello, hello, and welcome back to Honey Bee Love Podcast. Thanks for joining after we have taken a month off. We're excited to share some new episodes with you. Today's episode is going to be hearing from Tony mostly about what he's been up to in the last month. He's been doing some pretty cool things, so I'm pretty proud of him and excited to see where his creative pursuits take him. Thanks for joining. Tony, welcome back to Honey Bee Loves Podcast. We've had over a month off. And so I wanted to check in with you and see how your month has been. You've got big announcements for us. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, pretty big announcements. I'm doing good and thanks for welcoming me back. Well, a month ago, I have already moved out of the house. So I've been living out on my own at the time. We were still working out through some issues we were having in our relationship. If I felt like we were triggering each other and upsetting each other more than usual. A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it seemed like things were tense. I went on a vacation to my secondary hometown, I guess, here in the U.S., where I, I lived from the time I was 12 to 19, which was Alexandria, Virginia. I was there for like a long weekend. I saw my friends, my family, and it was awesome. It really rejuvenated me and made me feel young again. Made me feel like I was a kid. There's a thing that people say like, oh, isn't it kind of weird when you you go back home and like, you know, you, you do the same things with your friends. But when we got back together, it felt like we were doing the same thing we've been doing when yeah. we were all together. But it was so fun and so rejuvenating. It made me think a lot about like getting older and, and age and, and just like how fast time goes by. You had a little existential crisis for a minute. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm constantly in an existential crisis. <laughs> I definitely was starting to think a lot about my age and just what I've done with life and where I'm at and uh, where I wanted to be at. And then I came back home. We had an issue. We had a fight where <laughs> you wanted you wanted to hang out. I didn't want to hang out because it was the day I, day I got back from my trip, and I was I was really tired. I we had made plans to hang out that day though, but I asked if we could take a rain check, and you didn't like it. Then I was pretty uh, triggered. You were pretty upset, yeah, and then. You kind of call me out on on flaking on the plans, but also like thinking that I didn't want to see you. Like my response, which was, I felt uh, frustrated because I, I like I told you that that if we could reschedule, and then you didn't like, you weren't like uh, being flexible. Yeah, yeah I was, I and, was feeling pretty pretty rejected, and I'll yeah. talk more about 
my feelings in my episode of me talking about kind of what I've been learning about myself for the last month. But after that, we took a step back, right? And it led to you doing some other things in your personal life. So we broke up because we had that fight and then you were like, (laughs) (laughs) yes, yeah, we, I think we did. Like we, our status on Facebook never changed. So it wasn't (laughs) officially broken up. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Yeah, no, you're right. But uh, we had talked like we were. And what what happened was that we, an appointment made with a therapist that we've seen before when we've had fights. And she was able to see us, like, right away. Uh, it felt like a pretty low point. It was, like, a few things. And, and, like, I was upset, too. And you were upset. And we talked to the therapist. And, and we said, all right, well, we're we're going to talk about it, think on it before we make any decisions and give each other space and time. We've been doing that uh, last month. Uh, we've also been hanging out and, and spending time together again, but, but we've been giving each other space. And, and I've, I've been focusing a lot on, on my personal growth and my, like, uh, my, my goals and, and the things I want to do in life. So I, Something really exciting I did is that I asked to take a month of work, and I got it. So I haven't been working, and it's been giving me a lot of time to reflect and a lot of time to plan and to look at look at things and, and think on, uh, reflect and meditate on my life and person I am, and it's giving me the opportunity to really dedicate to some creative projects and that's been a big focus of mine this last month it's probably been uh, my biggest focus is like pushing myself creatively yeah i'm really proud of you for doing that yeah thank you yeah i am too and and it's been it's been really rewarding so what does that look like for you you said that you've been pushing yourself creatively what have you been doing I've been committing to like just uh doing it more. That's all it is. So I I took uh, classes uh improv classes, improv comedy classes and and I went to those and then we had like a showcase at the end. And that was great and I went to the classes and the showcase. It was good cuz it was like a structured thing and I paid for my classes so I had I felt like I wanted to get my get its worth. Mm-hmm. But the other way I've been push, I've been like pushing creatively, has been with uh, writing and stand-up comedy, and that's been all on my own because to start out with stand-up comedy, like you don't really, you you can't do it with anybody else. Like I have to come up with all my jokes, I have to come up with uh, my delivery, I have to drive myself to the open mics. I'm not getting paid or Nobody's there to like tell me like do this, do that. So it's all on me, and um, it's a daunting experience, especially when you have like work, you know, your personal life and other things on top of it. And your demanding girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So giving uh, myself 
like full almost like full uh, attention to to comedy like I've, I've spent a lot of time like just writing writing jokes and thinking on jokes and then working on them and and uh going to these open mics and it's taken a big portion of my time lately and and it's been like really eye-opening because something i've learned during this month like going back to what you asked me is that i needed that i needed to be pushing myself creatively and it's what motivates me what gives me life like i realized that my career my job it's rewarding and it's challenging but it's not necessarily like my passion my passion is definitely performing i noticed that with like stand-up comedy and improv comedy like it it doesn't matter so much the format of what i'm doing as long as I feel like I'm putting on a performance, putting on a show, the the reward that I get out of getting like an audience to laugh and react to me is like more than I get through doing a good job at my day-to-day job. And it pushes me and it pushes me and it drives me to be, it drives me to, to get more and get better because it's, uh, it's almost like an addiction. Like I, like once I, get that feel for it it's like i gotta get more of it and i can only see myself going up from here as far as that like now that i'm kind of feel like i have a a pretty good foundation and i and i know you know i got started that's the hardest part yeah it may not the hardest part but it, one of the hardest things was getting started and i did it mm-hmm. now i just like i gotta keep going it's like a marathon and i gotta keep going and I feel confident and I feel good and I feel excited. I feel I feel really excited because I learned that when I'm seeking out what truly makes me happy, the universe really starts to to provide and it starts to like open up a, a path and a way for me to get to achieve the things I want to achieve. And I noticed that like a lot this month. I'm not saying that I'm like I'm not I'm not like a gifted comedian. I'm not saying that I'm already like I can see a trajectory where I'm going to be like this amazing thing or anything. I just see like that path there in front of me. Like I yeah. see where I'm like a, a, in a start. And like I said it's like I can only go up from here if I just keep going because I enjoy it and it and it makes me feel happy and it makes me feel like I want to improve and it's like such a it's been a good motivator it's been a good way for me to get back to my inner child my my real self something that you said yes just yesterday and that I think is so true is that like I'm just a big kid uh, at heart and like I think that's true yeah I, I think that me particularly like I I I'm definitely like childlike in a lot of ways, but I was thinking like, I mean, it's true for everybody that our inner child is, it's us and we push down, put, push away a lot of like the, our motivations and our, a lot of our interests as kids and like what brought us like real happiness, but it's like still there. And I learned through a lot of meditation and therapy and and reading, uh, sorry, writing, 
this month i learned what my something that my inner child was craving and it's like it's it's that performance and that that creative outlet it's so weird because it becomes clearer my memories of who i was as a kid and seeing it through the eyes of figuring out what did i want as a kid um i see how i still want a lot of all those things and how if i pursue them it brings me happiness and and i remember being a little kid and wanting to wanting to perform i wanted to be an actor wanted to be on stage wanted to be like in front of a camera and uh and that's and that's like what i'm pushing for and and it makes me happy and it just makes a lot of other things easier because it makes me feel way more patient about my my path in this life because I'm doing what I want and ultimately it's like that's that's what's important. So it's not so much about like like how how much success am I getting and 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 what's the next step? It's like it's not really like that like bullshit. It's more of like I'm doing what genuinely makes me happy and what brings me joy, what I think I'm good at or at least what what I feel motivated to get better at. It's like all that matters and then everything else falls into place. And I've been like slowly but surely getting more comfortable on stage and meeting new people, like making friends, making connections. And I've also been getting better at like pushing myself when it's like, because I, I still get that times where I start getting nervous and like lazy and feeling like, oh, fuck, like I don't really want to go. I got to drive out there and I don't know if I'm ready. Like I'm, I'm not feeling too sure about my jokes. And I don't know, I'm just nervous and I'm, and I'm getting better at like talking myself out of that. Just being like, yeah. it's cool, it's cool. Like, because I remind myself like, this is what makes you happy, remember? And like, it's rewarding and it's true. And, and I go and and I push myself through my doubts and my fears and I end up just feeling so rewarded. And like, I feel like if anything, those are the nights I probably do better at or the nights where I've, I make more connections with, with like the other comedians. It's pretty cool. Like, I think the universe totally has you know synergy yeah. where it helps you totally i was going about two to three times a week with imp improv and stand-up now that i'm only doing stand-up again because i don't have an improv class I'll, i want to do like three four times a week yeah but yeah i think like most of my most of my um weeknights involve some type of like performing I've told people that I can't hang out at certain times or like I, I've put off social plans so that I can do this, do this thing. Or like I said, I pushed myself past my comfort zone. I do want to just make a note here really quickly. It's really important to acknowledge our privilege that you have a job that pays you a living wage so that you were able to take a break. You were able to live on your savings. And that's, I'm so grateful for that for you. Really important as a society that if we want to see the best sides of people, if we want them to be their most creative, happiest selves, that a living wage is so important for people to be able to do that, to be able to have their creative outlets. Otherwise, so many people are just in survival mode of providing shelter and food 
and making sure they're stable enough. And creativity is on Maslow's hierarchy of needs is at the top level with that self-actualization. And when people are stuck at lower levels because they're working two to three jobs at minimum wage with super expensive housing right now, that it makes it really difficult for people to achieve that self-actualization. And so I think it's really important that we acknowledge our privilege and your ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty lucky and grateful for for what I have. Um I grew up like pretty poor. I recognize like that I I have a life like as a kid I don't think I would have imagined me having this kind of life at some points. And yeah, like it makes me sad like to see people struggling and not being able to to take care of themselves because they're just trying to survive. Like it it is really unfortunate that not enough people can do what I'm doing because I think it's like I think it's key. I mean, if everybody was able to to dictate if they need some time off and and be able to take it and and not worried about their finances and or their insurance and stuff, and if they're able to just like work on themselves, everybody needs that. The world just keeps going. So I'm really grateful that I'm in a position where I can do that and and not struggle. I, I have worked pretty hard and like. I worked hard to get where I'm at in my career and also to have the enough finances and like I that's the first thing I did before I did any of this is like make sure I was able to afford it and and not struggle and I've also been had to like just make a couple of decisions instead of buying something like I just didn't do it. Yeah, you're making sacrifices. Yeah, nothing nothing crazy, but but small sacrifices and and just being a little bit more financially conscious. It's been a great blessing. Like, I'm really grateful. And I hope that anybody listening has a chance to do this at some point. If they feel like that's what they need. Um, I definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend it for anybody that's that seems like they're, that feels like, kind of like how I was feeling. Um, Like, just kind of like stuck and, and unsure of where to go. and and unsure of like what kind of life you had if you if you can take the time to just uh focus on yourself and focus on on what your inner voice is telling you and if that means taking some time off work or to do that and you're able to then do it you were going to go into your second lesson that you've learned what would that be it was uh pushing myself past my comfort zone I think that I just haven't been doing that enough in my life. I've like uh, had a pretty easy life and and not challenged myself too much, stuck to my lane, so to speak. And I realized that when I do push myself past my comfort zone and I recognize that I'm doing so, but I do it anyways, I gain this confidence and, and this, yeah, this like reward. I feel this reward for pushing myself past that comfort zone and it like changes my the way I speak to myself. I'm I start congratulating myself for doing something hard and I start recognizing that yeah, that I did something hard and yeah. I feel better for it. You have some self-love. 
yeah, some self-love and also gain more confidence and like more resolution. So it gets a little easier next time, hopefully. Or I can at least remind myself again when I'm when I'm struggling. It's huge. It's key for growing as a person. I wish I'd push myself more, like because I can look back at a lot of moments in my life where I had opportunities to do it, and my inner voice was telling me that that it, it was something that would be worth it. But I quickly drowned it out by. By staying in my comfort zone and saying, no, it's too hard, it's too much work, I'm not confident enough or strong enough. All those like things like that that we tell ourselves, that I told myself, like they're just not true. Because I am I am strong enough and I am I am smart enough and, and like everything that I've not everything I guess, but I mean the things that I set forth to achieve, I'm achieving them. Yeah. Slowly but surely. And I can figure it out and like the universe provides and offers offers alternatives and really like the most growth I've had is from pushing myself past my comfort zone and uh, not doing that enough. Like it's one of the reasons why I felt stuck. So learning to like unstick myself and like learning to mm-hmm. grow as a person, it, it involved listening to my inner self and listening to reflecting on like what have been my motivators throughout life and then pushing myself past the comfort zone and i see that you have just totally gotten brighter you've gotten happier you're getting a little bit like miserable and bogged down with yeah. what your status quo was I like how you said you unstuck yourself you un- <laughs> to unstick <laughs> yourself yeah no and I like what you said too I wasn't happy with the status quo and like I put myself in the status quo like there's there's things outside of my control there's only so much I can do about certain things the place I've been at in my life I've been there mostly because of my decisions. Like I take accountability and responsibility for Yeah. Yeah, like not not being happy with the status quo involved recognizing that like I I, I needed to get myself out of it. Like nobody else yeah. is going to do it for me. Mhm. You're not responsible, you're not to blame for the bad things that happen to you in your life, but you're responsible to take care of yourself to improve Mm -hmm. yourself and to find your happiness despite whatever fucked up things have happened to you yeah for sure yeah it's like rather than being a victim is being a survivor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're saying you had all of these like negative thoughts right those don't just come from you that comes from society when you're little society your our families our friends, people at school, teachers, they put all of that shit on us. And then it becomes the voices in our heads, right? Of this, Mm -hmm. you're not enough. You can't do that. That's not your fault that you have all of this programming that's been handed down to you. But I'm really proud of you that you have stepped outside of your comfort zone. And it makes me love you more. Thank you.
we're not at fault or responsible for like the things that people tell us and the programming that we that gets put in us and and we don't do this on purpose but like our brains are really good at like yeah just repeating that programming fitting it back to us i i need to start thinking of myself more as uh almost like separating myself like looking at myself in the third person and seeing myself as somebody who I want to see succeed. So something that happened this month, well, this is where I'll end, is that I found out that this guy in the Salt Lake comedy scene committed suicide. He killed himself. And I didn't really know the guy. I'd seen him, I'd seen him on open mics a few times, but I didn't know him personally. But I found out about it online. So I started reading the obituary, and it was like very lovely, well-written obituary, and went into detail about this guy. Like I'm pretty sure you're born like the same year, like if not, we're within, like basically the same age. I feel like had so much to live for. He had so much to live for, and 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 now he's gone, and like like it's sad that it happened because. If I had talked to him, if he had shared with me that he was feeling lost or or feeling like he wasn't enough or something, I I would have told him that that he was doing great and that that he he it's so worth it for him to to keep growing and to keep achieving what he's going to achieve and and really like it breaks my heart because looking at what people were saying about him and reading the obituary, I really do think like that that guy was meant. He could have done so much. He he that guy did bring a lot to this earth. He was like a blessing to the people around him and he could have just been keep doing that and been doing it even more. What I learned from that is that like our inner voice can can totally like mislead us. Those negative thoughts, like we have to confront them and we have to be honest about them and open about them. And by confronting them, we figure out that they're just negative voices, that they're not true. They're just negative. They're just there to like scare us and keep us in our comfort zone, keep us from pushing ourselves. There is a flip side to that, which is what I've been saying, which is like the, the feeling of love and, and reward and success that comes from doing what makes you happy and from trying to reach your goals and, and reach your dreams and pushing yourself past your comfort zone. This world has a lot to give. Um, it's not, not by any means perfect. It, it's a lot of ways it's a, a very unfair, cruel world, but it's still like, there's a flip side to that, which is all, all they can offer offer. So I think it's really important to keep that in mind even when we feel the despair and when we feel like giving up. Yeah. 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 I think that's beautiful that there's always hope. There's always hope to see an improvement. People who die by suicide are not in their right minds. They're they've got trauma or mental illness. And if they don't have access to help or therapy, 
it makes it a lot harder to get through mm-hmm. that. And if you have suicide ideation, it's really important to talk to your family and friends about it and let them know. I struggle with suicide ideation sometimes, and it's really important to tell your support system when you're feeling that way. So your support system can help keep you safe and to have the national suicide hotline. Emotions come like waves and they can be really intense sometimes, and then they can pass. Nothing is forever. And so anybody struggling with that stuff, like know that there's hope out there just like Tony I love how you were saying that that there's this beauty and this love but people need access to mental health services and mental health services are super expensive and a lot of people just don't have insurance or can't afford it or don't have the time and so it's so important that we as a society value mental health and right. honor that and and allow for people and encourage people and make that help accessible to them yeah i mean like what we can do is like may we can't probably change the healthcare system in this country especially not quickly um and we can't change the fact that therapy is expensive and and healthcare is expensive what we can change is how we treat others how we can be a support system to our friends and our loved ones, our families, and also, like you said, like how we are allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and open to others, because a lot of times we're we're not going to be able to afford to go to therapy, and 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 unfortunately, a lot of us will will have uh, mental health struggles. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the healthcare system in this country. It's definitely hard to take care of yourself that way, but. If we are surrounded by good people, we ourselves are good. We are good to ourselves and honest and open to ourselves. It it can become a lot easier. Well, wonderful. Is there anything else that you want to summarize from this time that you've learned about yourself or about our relationship? I think I covered everything. But yeah, I feel pretty good about about where things are, are are at right now and I'm excited for the future. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Thank you for joining today. I'm really excited to see what's happening for Tony. It's amazing that he's been able to take a sabbatical to focus on his art and self-expression. I love seeing that he's pushing himself out of his comfort zone and that he's finding his strength and confidence in himself. He's changing as a person. I believe as a society that we would benefit from allowing more people and supporting more people in a journey of finding ourselves through art or whatever creative connection that they want. This does require that people have more access to living wage, affordable housing, that there's social equity for all people. It also includes having access to mental health care. The lack of access to mental health care 
has a huge impact on people's quality of life. Mental health and social access go hand in hand because if you don't have your basic needs met, you're not going to have mental health. And if you're having a hard time with your mental health, it can also make it harder to have your basic needs met. As a society, we can do better. And like Tony said, if you are unable to change the system, focus on what you can do day to day by smiling at people, being kind to yourself, being kind to others, and just having empathy for the world. Thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. Have a good day.